Welcome, everybody, to the Doctrines of Rad, episode 16. I'm Drew. This is Logan. Uh, up, sorry we, we weren't here last week. Um, it was really, I think it was it was me, right? Wasn't I the reason that we weren't here last week? Uh, yeah, you were uh, busy. You have a life outside of uh, entertaining people. I, it's just a lie that I tell people. I just don't really like to, you know, interact with folks and all that stuff. So. I'm never actually busy. Right. I never I have actually anything actually going on at all. Uh, welcome to everybody on YouTube and on TikTok. We are live on YouTube at the Doctrines of Rad uh, YouTube channel. We are also both live on TikTok. And uh, you can follow uh, Logan or myself on TikTok, but we are together on the YouTubes. Uh, so you were on vacation, bro. Tell me, uh, Tell me about your vacation. Montana is gorgeous. Um, yeah. Washington equally is beautiful. Um, Did you go? You went traffic, to Washington? Yeah. So we flew to Montana and then flew from wow. Montana to Washington. Um, so it was a family reunion in Montana. And then oh. we went and, I went and saw my grandparents. I haven't seen them since I was like 16. Uh, and my wife's grandmother also lives in Washington. Um, do not try to take the five. Um, at all <laughs> yeah. Seattle is there's too many people in Seattle so it is bad I lived in Washington State for six years mm -hmm. and the five was it's like the only road it's the only highway to get anywhere that you need to go like the the airport or uh doesn't really matter just you you have to take the five and it's the traffic is it's never not traffic it's never not terrible traffic. It, it would take, uh, except for on Sunday mornings, actually. So funny story. Uh, Washington State is the least, one of the least churched states. Uh, Kitsap County, where I used to live in Washington, is one of the least churched uh, counties in Washington. Really? Uh, least yeah. church state in the in the, in the in whole the, union? In the U.S., yeah. And, uh, well, that's the thing is everybody moved the further west that you go, the further away you got from religiosity, right? So the idea was to get to move out as far west so you could get away from, you know, all of the uh, the, the Bible Belt. So well, I find that surprising with all the like Amish people up there and other, you know, Anabaptist like knockoffs. I never saw one Amish person in Washington ever. Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I, there was more in Ohio. I grew up in Ohio. There's Amish people everywhere. Well, isn't there like a version of Amish people that further west? It's they're not Amish. It's like a Bloods else. and Crips thing. Yeah, they're like it's the rival gangs. They fight. They wear different colors. You know, they, <laughs> they have shootouts with uh, old uh, flintlock pistols. <laughs> that's not none of that's true. Um, oh, I man. like your setup. What do you got going on there in the background? For those of you guys that aren't watching, this is a little bit of a different background for Logan. What do you? Uh, is that the same room or? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to show my books uh, to oh, show yeah. you guys that I that I read. Um, Definitely. Yeah. The yeah. I I've I've read those. All four of those books you've read, bro. Don't you know? Don't cap, man. <laughs> all, all four. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's good for you, dude. Look at you. Reading. I really, I really got to start reading more. Now, my my wife brought a a couch in here, so I had to rearrange and. It looks nice. I actually kind of 
I'll, just being honest, I know this is not podcast worthy, but whatever. Neither is our our podcast isn't podcast worthy. Um, I like the uh, I like the drapes that you got going on next to you. Oh yeah, you can see them better on Facebook because the can the Facebook camera is like directly. Oh, yeah. how many cameras are you rocking right now, dude? Three. By the way, You're everybody rocking. on Facebook. <laughs> Everyone on Facebook, if you go to the Doctrines of Rad on YouTube, you'll be able to uh, see and hear Drew because you can't hear him. Oh, they can't hear me on Facebook. That's okay. I'm mm-hmm. not even on Facebook anymore, so that's literally fine. Facebook yeah. is Facebook sucks. Facebook's for the elderly. Facebook, so. yeah, for the elderly and the gays. And, uh, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm just making that up. Somebody, please don't find me or you know, get mad at me for saying that. I don't know if that's true. I don't know of any homosexuals that are on Facebook at all. Um, <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna get blocked. You don't know any. Of these you don't know any. <laughs> no, none of them. No, I don't know any. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> Blake thought it was funny. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, so the five. So yeah, uh, I wanted to say more. Like so, Sunday mornings, um, I used to drive on the five to go from. I was living in Lake Stevens, Washington, and we moved. Uh, we were going to a church in Linwood, Washington, which is about thirty-ish minutes away. And we'd have to take the five there. And it was always a pain in the butt to go during the week, like in the evenings and stuff like that, if they had like an evening service. But uh, Sunday mornings, I could get there in like 20 minutes flat. And it took me an hour to get there any other time because there's no nobody's out Sunday mornings in the Pacific Northwest. Like no traffic, nothing, because they're all heathens. Right. All my friends are heathens. Take it slow. Did you get some? Did you... uh, while you were in Washington, did you go to a dispensary? Did you yeah, check man. it out? I, I, I just had an opportunity to smoke all the pot. With you smoked it, all of legal. it. Good. That's <laughs> no, good. not at all. No? Oh, okay. Well, I guess we won't bring that up again. There's Sorry. there's like edibles and stuff. Gummies there's all kinds of stuff. There. It's everywhere there. Montana. Uh, so when my, my brother came to visit me uh, when I was living out there and uh, he wanted to go to a dispensary and I took him and uh, I felt like I was in... Well, so, you know, when you're active duty, right, like that is the biggest thing is you can't, you've got to stay away from it. You got to steer clear of smoking and everything else. Uh, You don't even want to get caught like near a dispensary. So I felt like I parked like down the road, like uh, a block away. I made him walk to the dispensary just so that I didn't get caught at the dispensary. Like he could, he wasn't active duty at the time. He had, he had gotten out, you know, years prior. So, um, but it was, uh. It was funny. He spent like a hundred, he blew like a hundred bucks at the dispensary. And uh, how do we, how do we feel about marijuana? How do we feel about it? Scripturally? Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good question, man. Uh, How do you feel about it? So I, I think alcohol is a lot worse. I would agree. Significantly worse. All right. So um, we, we as a culture have accepted um, alcohol um, in a way that we have not accepted marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, 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 take a hard stance about put uh, for putting anything bad in your body, right? Sure. As an athlete, even cheeseburgers, uh, dude, don't put cheeseburgers in to smoke pot instead of eat cheeseburgers. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, 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 like sugar, sugar's bad. It's uh, it breeds cancer, right? Um, yeah, it just, uh, I think discernment, if it's for medical reasons, then please, use it wisely. And, yeah. Um, so can I confess something to you now live on this uh, podcast? 
Go for it. I've uh, I've had my card since I retired from the Navy. My medical. Nice. Card. And uh, I I was able to get off of get completely off of prescription medicine because of marijuana because of the medical use of it. I would prefer like so. Do you smoke it or is it edible? Uh, I don't. I, I I've done both. I don't typically enjoy edibles. Um, mm. It's a very different experience than uh, smoking. And you know, quite frankly, when I was uh, when I was in high school, I smoked a lot. Uh, I smoked for like the wrong reasons, though. I smoked specifically to get high and to enjoy time with my friends. Mm. Uh, so, um, but I, I do prefer smoking versus uh, taking it uh, in tinctures or uh, edibles and stuff like that. So is it a, um, is it a taste thing? I've never, I've never touched it. So I don't, I don't um, know. So edibles for me, they are, they can be stronger and they kind of last longer and you don't really have a lot of control over the dosage. So the thing with edible is you may be able to, uh, you may be able to, uh, you, you could possibly take too much and you can't really regulate the amount. And, and sometimes your stomach just doesn't react the way that it would if you smoke it. So, um, mm. for me, I've gotten down to now I've, I will tell you, uh, there, the, the potential for it to become idolatrous is very, it's there, you know? Yeah. And, and me as a, as a recovering alcoholic, I understand, you know, the, the risks involved in that, uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, being sober for three years. So it's a very different, uh, it's a very different, um, experience. But what I will say is where I'm currently at with my use is I, I only smoke before bed. Like, okay. I, I used to smoke during the day because of my anxiety. I used to have really bad, like social anxiety. Uh, I couldn't even, I couldn't get, I couldn't go out of the house, man. Like I just, I was so, uh, just, uh, worried about everything leaving the house. So, um, I, uh, but I've gotten to the point now where it, it does cloud my, it does cloud my mind mm. and I admit to that. So for me, it's about going, like I, I take it to go to sleep yeah. uh, and then, and that's it. Like I, I'll be honest with you. I can't, uh, I can't, uh, watch spiritual things after I've been smoking. I can't read the Bible. Like there, it, it really does. Uh, I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy that part of it so but, so you would you say the same way that alcohol would get you drunk the moment you smoke you're immediately going to that point of being no uh, i mean there's a dosage thing i mean there's a difference between like having like one beer versus having six beers right which uh, but is that still like building up a tolerance so for me yeah you could build a tolerance before. yes you okay. can build a tolerance to it over the over the course of a, a long period of time I'm actually glad we're talking about this because I think that it's uh, it's not something that a lot of Christians like to talk about and mm. uh, or maybe don't feel comfortable or know enough about it. But there's a lot of stigma behind it. And uh, one of the things that I typically will tell people um, if they have an issue with me taking it for medical reasons, uh, I would I usually would respond with, well, do you have an issue if I was taking Zoloft or Prozac? You know, would you would you right, have exactly. a problem? So that, yeah. that is my point is that uh, I yeah. would prefer uh, believers specifically if you have prescription medication uh, for certain pains or um, issues that an herb that is naturally grown could could fix. It is it is a wiser to do that than something than, you know, 
prescription medication, right? Or I guess you, I mean, that would be prescribed too, right? It is, um, but however, it's, it's not science. It's not made in a lab, you know, right. at least, at least, you know, I, I wasn't doing dabs. Like I wasn't like, I wasn't smoking like a uh, drop in like a, uh, what's it called? Um, oils and waxes and stuff like that. Like I have tried it, but I wasn't, uh, that wasn't my motivation. It took me, you know, three years really after I retired to kind of heal from some of the, the stuff that I was going through after 20 years in the Navy. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I, I really, I'm very grateful. I think I'm actually, I think I'll eventually be at a place where I won't be smoking anymore. And, um, I, I look forward to that because I don't, I, I don't like the way, I don't like where it takes my mind anymore. And I think for a little while it was okay, uh, because it took my mind off of some of the social anxiety anxieties. But, uh, like I said, man, like, now that I'm, I'm in a position of being a youth pastor, uh, I'm in a position of preaching at my church. So uh, let's talk, can we add that to this mix? Right. So yeah. now, now, so is that something that the church is aware of? Is that something that they have accepted? Like, Hey, I have this, um, you know, I do this thing to help me sleep. I just want you guys to be aware. And what if you have kids that are, are smoking? Um, and yeah. I mean, is your state legal? Yes. It is legal state in your yes. state. Okay. Well, medical is legal. It's medical not recreational. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, that's a great question. I, uh, it is not, I, I have not divulged the medicines that I'm on to my church. I don't think that that's any of their business to be quite honest with you. Now, if it was getting in the way of me in the performance of my duties, uh, I can see that that'd be something, but I mean, would you disclose your your lists of medications to your church if it wasn't marijuana oh that's a good point would you disclose like well i'm on prozac you know or i'm on this antidepressant this antipsychotic right hey hey pastor i take a fifth of jaeger to go to sleep every night right. i just want to let you be i want to i want you to be aware i do it for <laughs> i do it for the right pain. right <laughs> yeah i mean look i think it it all comes with self-control um and it comes with uh being wise and not it, it first of all it's not it's not like my main thing it isn't something i my identity is not in the medication that i take so yeah uh, you're not going to hear me bragging about smoking or yeah. or drinking for that matter you know it's like um and i don't drink but uh you know i i've had to have this thought process in my head but i do i'm not afraid to disclose that if I'm asked about it. Uh, I'm not afraid to be honest with it. And I would tell, I would say the same, I would say the very same thing I said to you. I said, you know, yes, I, I use it. I have a, a card. I've been prescribed it and uh, I don't use it um, just like any other med that would mess with your brain. I don't use it before I drive. I don't use it before I go out, before I come to church, before I am, you know, acting in the office of youth pastor, uh, anything like that. So, uh, I, I would say, you know, I, I would have a, I would have a really, I'd be very surprised if they had a problem with that, uh, specifically when it comes mm. down to the medical side, because I would ask the same question. Well, if I was on an antidepressant uh, that messed with my mood, would you, would that disqualify me? Because yeah. THC doesn't mess with my mood per se, not in the same way. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, well, really, at this point, it's just for sleep, so it helps me to sleep. But uh, it's, that, it, real, 
Yeah. Real quick, the Foster's dad, thirty-seven, twelve. Could you go to the Dawkins of Red on YouTube and post that same comment on our YouTube channel so that we can display it on the screen? Uh, so he, his comment is: the more you open up to your lead pastors about stuff, the more you get judged. Sadly, I would say, um, and as a, a previous, you know, military advisor, um, the more you inform anyone of. The, the more you tell people things about you, the more power they have over, um, I guess, your story, right? Mm-hmm. So the more information somebody has, the more they can use it against you. So I'm very hesitant to share and um, confess things to people. I, I have to truly ch- trust someone before I'm confessing or having an accountability partner of some kind. Um, like for you, Drew, I've, I've told you things, right. Um, Andrew, Andrew does apologetics. I've told him stuff. I have to truly trust him. My, my buddy, Joe Hall, he's been in a few of these lives. Um, it, the, he, he's probably the only, uh, accountability partner outside of like one of my mentors that I would tell anything to, um, because people, once they have certain information, they'll use it, uh, against you. Um. So there, you even have discernment when sharing those particular, uh, <laughs> that particular like thing with somebody, right? Like build a relationship yeah. first because you do get judged. You really, you really do. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of, again, it's, uh, I've been in churches where if you admitted that you played Dungeons and Dragons, they would have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I've been in churches in those situations. So, um, I don't divulge information always uh, without being asked. Now, I, I will be, like I said, I, I will be transparent about the stuff. Uh, and if that if that were to be something that the church would find to disqualify me, then so be it. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I wouldn't know what else to say. I mean, I would say, again, I would say the same thing. I'd say, um, you know, I was taking two different types of antidepressants that changed my mood and changed mm. my, my mental state. Uh, I was not re- reliable. I was a, I was a zombie. I mean, I was not a, um, I wasn't thinking clearly and I needed to get away from that. And so uh, getting, you know, getting prescribed that from a doctor uh, in order to help. And it has helped me. So I would, I would have a real problem with somebody saying, well, you know, that's, that's the line that's too far. It's like, okay, well, it seems like a double standard. I mean, what what would you, what do you think initially hearing what I've said? What are your thoughts? I'm curious to hear. Have you heard it put that way before? Have you? Yeah. uh, Um, So I would say like the goal with prescription medication is eventually no longer need the prescription medication. Right. Um, So not all, not all dude, my wife, she's literally, There are people that are on meds their entire lives because like thyroid medicine, which is heartbreaking. Right. Um, But it does help with those certain things. Um, Not all prescription meds, I would say, are meant to be weaned off of. But go ahead. My biggest issue with marijuana would be the the, uh, means by which you consume it. Right. So um, that and the addictive, eventual addictive uh, grip that it, it gets on you, right? Whether it's for being high or just for I'd the say it's definitely it can it has the potential to be psychologically addictive. I would just mm-hmm. like with behavioral, a lot of, right? Well, you know, it just you become you kind of you become reliant on it, just like you would like 
oh, I can't get out of bed today until I take my back meds that'll clear up my spine, right? Like you become, you can become like, uh, well, I can't go outside of my house unless I smoke a joint or something like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there are there are limits and lines that people can cross. And I, I certainly think that uh, there's a danger of abuse of any kind of medicine. You know, people can yeah. abuse it and take it the wrong way. Uh, take it for the wrong reasons. So what's up, soul brother? Would you say, not not saying that you took it for the wrong reasons, but would you say that's where you're at, that you cannot take it unless you, or you cannot sleep unless you take it? Uh, no. In fact, uh, this entire week, I'm I'm completely off. I'm not taking it because I'm preaching on Sunday. So nice. um, I, and, and what I've told my wife, because my wife is my accountability partner on this. And what I said to her specifically, I said, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm completely removing it from my, uh, from my regimen for the week, because I want to be completely clear headed for the whole week to focus on the, the gospel message on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. however, if, if there is a night where I'm unable to sleep and I typically know if I'm not getting, if I'm not tired at like 11 o'clock, I'm going to have a sleep issue that night, you know, like usually by 11, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for bed. And cool. so that's the kind of the goal is I'm, I'll be, uh, I'm not going to partake at all unless I have an issue with sleep and then I'll go have a little bit and then do bed. And that's all. Where did you, where did you get that standard of a week? Was it just an arbitrary number that you threw out? Like I'm going to give a week or why not? Oh, I just month? like why even not? like, I don't know. I just like the idea of a week, um, you got Sunday, you. Sunday to Sunday. Um, there was, there's no clear reason, uh, to, to say a week, but, uh, sometimes I would fast, um, using for two or three days. Uh, other times, mm. you know, like I, I would say for the first, probably, two, two years, two and a half years of retirement, I was using every single day just to yeah. be able to function. So you've slowly started winging yourself off. Big, big time. Significant. I, I didn't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't stay in your system that long. I know it shows traces of being consumed. In you can, you can discover time. it if you're a regular user at, you know, up to a month, up to about 30 days of it being in your system. But when it comes to the actual psychoactive effects, effects of it, yeah maybe two to three hours. So it really is not, yeah, yeah, you're not, uh, you're not staying like, uh, you're not staying high for like 12 hours unless you're continually using. Does that make sense? So it's like a, it's like a pill, you know, like the pills have like a time release, like 12 hour, um, 12 hour window where it's like you take one pill every 12 hours because that's when it finally wears off. I'd say with, with marijuana, it's, you know, for a regular user, two to three hours uh for yeah. somebody maybe a first time user maybe five hours but you know it just it probably just depends on the experience i get that yeah man i i think that's encouraging to know that you chose to just take some time away um just uh because it, it i mean does it still affect your psyche as uh as much as it is it used to uh, like, what do you mean? Like, in what way? Like, the, the psychoactive? I mean, yeah, or does it just calm you? And then, it, you, like, you're still you're still coherent. In a, not, oh, not, yeah. No, not I'm, drunk in the sense, like, like you would be not, not coherent as if you sure. were drunk. But, like, are you still able to function? Like, it's still you. You know what I mean? And when I say you, I mean, like, you, 
your yeah. conscious. You and I have had several conversations over the phone, and I have not <laughs> yeah. to you. Um, I've done several of these podcasts. <laughs> Like, like legit. <laughs> I've, I've, I've done podcasts after smoking. <laughs> you won't, you can't tell. That's good. Yeah. That's good to know. So, uh, no, it doesn't, it really doesn't. Uh, and you know, it, the thing with like drinking is you would see me after about three, four beers, you know, starting to slow down, slow my words, slur my words and stuff like that. Um, having, being very slow to, to think, um, but not, not with, not with THC specifically, like, again, it's, it's all about the dosing. Like if I, if I were to smoke like a blunt, right, like that's a cigar full of marijuana. If I were to smoke something like that, I would probably feel like I was going to die. Mm. Like I would, I would feel sick to my stomach. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't enjoy it because it, it does, it can cause anxiety, which is interesting because people can take it for anxiety but it can actually overuse of it can cause anxiety. It makes you feel paranoid. It makes you feel like nervous. Something's wrong. You don't know why. So you have to be careful. You know, you don't want to just go party mode. I'm not a teenager, you know, like I can't, I can't live that way. You know, like I need to, I, I need to, I need to take care of, I've been homeschooling my kids, bro. You know what I mean? Like I homeschool my kids. I take care of my home. Uh, all of that. I, I have used marijuana during all of that time. You're like, I could not do this stay at home dad stuff without first. That might be the case, but you know, <laughs> like if we're going to judge there, let's talk about wine moms for a minute. <laughs> I just can't get through my day without my glass of red Chardonnay. <laughs> uh, says Drew, I have to say after coming across your channel, uh, your sharing and words have uh, played a part in my life. I actually signed up to be baptized this coming Sunday. Very excited. Dude, that That's is awesome. crazy. Kelly, who are you on TikTok? Because I don't recognize you. I'm looking at your profile picture. I don't recognize your face. Uh, but hey, praise God. I mean, like, that's that's amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm not worthy. It's not because of me. Um, please trust me. It's not. It has nothing to. I'm just being obedient to the Lord. I love Jesus and I love the truth of God. Um, it, I, I, I get nothing like I, I, I'm going to Kelly K see, I don't even, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelly. I don't feel like we've even ever inter interacted on TikTok, but like, please know that I rejoice alongside of you, sister. I am blessed mm. by that. That is a wonderful testimony, but that is the spirit of God. He would have used anybody, right? Like it, it's not me. I'm not special. There's nothing about me that, uh, makes any difference that's the spirit of the lord so praise god for that but uh what a blessing and uh amen to that you know I, i'm very grateful that i could have an impact or an influence but the lord the lord will use who he wants you know if he can use if he can use balaam's ass he can use any's ass right <laughs> you just really wanted to throw that in there didn't you <laughs> We have, we have, she says we've interacted. I'm well, yeah, that's the pot then. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the marijuana. Uh, man. Oh my gosh. That's funny. So yeah. So I just, if, if Christian leadership is going to take a hard stand and they don't take that same stand with alcohol, knowing 
right. uh, the the severity of alcohol, right, um, in in comparison to marijuana. Um, I just point out the hypocrisy there. Um, I mean, I obviously I would like for everyone to be a don't touch alcohol, don't touch marijuana, don't like. But if you if you have a medical issue and you're and you're dealing yeah. with it, I prefer you smoke marijuana versus sure. psychological uh, prescriptions. All right. So I took a, I, I went to a council while I was in the army, uh, and I, I basically so there's this issue I deal with where I get um, overwhelmed and basically I, I I become paralyzed from how overwhelmed I am. Right, like everything just seems to mm. I I just can't relax. Um, and so I was explaining that to her, like, hey, I I can't find joy in anything that I'm doing because I'm just anxious about the next thing and i'm trying to work it out in my mind you know talking to somebody talking to like pastors and like a counselor helped um organize thoughts but it still didn't actually take away the effects on my body mm. one day i showed up at the er and i, I told uh, the nurse up front she was like what's going on and i was like i don't know but something's wrong Mm. Uh, and 11 hours later, just for a nurse to come out and say, Hey, uh, I just want to let you know, stress will kill you if you don't get mm -hmm. this under control. And I was like, I didn't even know I was stressing. My heart rate was elevated, um, headaches. It was just a problem. So they prescribed me this medication. And, uh, so I, I took it the first day, the second day, the third day. And I, I didn't even know who I was anymore, man. Like it wasn't, it yes. wasn't me. Yes, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. I have two like, experiences of that, but keep going. What do you what was like, it? Like I have no idea. I have I, I don't I don't remember the name of it. No. Was, it was it like antidepressant though? I don't even take ibuprofen. Like I try to avoid ibuprofen, Tylenol, all of that. I, I try to just deal with it. Um and that, I think that's because I grew up in a household uh, where addiction and my parents were addicts. Yeah. that I just, I want to avoid it at all costs. Um, I just don't want to be dependent on substances, right? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, caffeine, I use sure. caffeine like it's a drug, right? Anything over 400 milligrams, the Olympic committee, the Olympic committee says that that is doping, right? So as an athlete, yeah. I wasn't allowed to take more than 400 milligrams, but well, you shouldn't anyway. That's a the, lot of caffeine. Too. Yeah. Like that's, dude, I get more hey. than 400. Dude, I get more than 400 milligrams a day. Like I need to, I need to calm it down. Well, but, I need to send you a TikTok then. Cause I saw one tonight that was very convicting about caffeine. But, caffeine. Yeah. But yeah, keep going. send it. Um, yeah. So I remember just like being me mm. aware of, aware of me. Yeah. But a fog of me being outside of myself and just like, I don't feel right. Dude. This isn't me. Yes. Right. Like I, I, I was able to separate myself. Like I, I was just like, I not without actually hovering above myself, watching myself, but I could feel myself outside of myself. If that makes sense. I was like, this is weird. I don't, I don't want to be in this position. So I immediately stopped taking it after three days. Um, Bro. Yes, I'm so glad that you did because I have a story <laughs> to tell you about that. It, it was bad. Um, so when I was, yeah, uh, yeah. hang on. First, first of all, Rissa, I knew, I knew that we had something in common and why I liked you, but uh, she says that pain is self-sobering. I don't have health insurance, and I use uh, at most three times a month for pain management for my autoimmune stuff. Uh, yeah, I get it, and uh, and you know, THC is very good for pain. Uh, it can really help to take 
take your, you know, the focus off the pain, especially when it's like that serious. Uh, so I get it. And you just have to be like with all things, you have to be careful. Moderation is important. Godly wisdom. Feel, yeah. How do, you, how do you feel about CBD oils with actual THC in it? Do they work? Do they not work? I would say, I, no, if you're taking CBD. The, the, like uh, the droplets, the little drops that go into your tongue. CBD can be really good as an anti-inflammatory. But mm. aside from that, pain management wise, it's not very good. Um, gotcha. it's, it's good for, you know, if, if you have arthritis, it'll take some of your pain, you know, some of your inflammation down, but it doesn't do much for the pain. Um, and see, like right now I'm actually on a prescribed pain medicine for my knee that I just recently got on because I, I have not dealt with pain like this before. Like what I've got going on right now, it's crazy, dude. Like, Do, does the VA prescribe you marijuana? No. Or give you... Really? No, but they won't prescribe it, but there is no, uh, I specifically looked this up when I got out. Um, there is nothing illegal about it for members that are in a legal state that have a card. They, it does not affect your disability. It doesn't affect anything. All they say is make your primary care doctor aware and that's mm -hmm. it. So they won't prescribe it, but there there's, you have to go to a, marijuana doctor basically right now at least in this state i don't know how other states are but uh, you have to go to one that specifically deals in natural healing to get a card and get your license and yes that the system is flawed absolutely people take advantage of the system absolutely they will probably likely subscribe you a card for anything it's like a pain it's like a pain clinic you know i don't know if you ever watched that show dope sick on uh Hulu about the uh, opioid crisis that hit with Oxycontin. Oxycontin. I will now. It's very good. It's got Michael Keaton in it. It's a very good, it's a series. It's a TV series, but um, they, they talk about how these pain clinics that are set up like all over, basically they're called pain centers. You just go in and you tell them what's wrong with you and you just get, you get a prescription for Oxycontin. Like it. So there's, there's some sketchiness within the THC uh, community. But what I will say is that I did know a woman that had cancer in my last church that was using THC and CBD. And she actually naturally was able to go into remission from cancer. And she took a lot of other things too, but THC, CBD, different types of mushrooms, not like psychedelic mushrooms, but different types of mushrooms that are, have good healing properties. She was able to kick cancer because of her natural wow. uses without having to go through chemo and stuff like that. Uh, okay, so I wanted to, to share two stories with you that are very similar. TikTok to highlight. What? TikTok highlight that. TikTok highlight that one. Highlight what? Which one? Hi. That that last wherever we're at 3450. Oh. 34, That's a good one. What what was it? What did I say? <laughs> uh, talking about cancer and cancer. Oh yeah, yeah. The healing. Mitigation. Yeah, okay. All right. Let me. Uh, where are we at? Thirty six minutes. Yeah, it was like 30. Just put 34. Okay. I got it written down. Uh, so when I was trying to quit smoking many years ago, probably 10, 15 years ago, uh, they gave me the Chantix. Chantix. It's a pill for to help you to cut back on smoking. It's like supposed to take away the desire to, to smoke. Well, I, th I was I was like suicidal basically like after taking it for about a week i didn't care about anything like i, I was actually thinking about ending my life after taking uh, chantix chantix yeah so i ended up cutting that 
like at the second that I started to feel wonky and I was like, this is not me. This is not normal. I said, you know what? I, I better off just with nicotine than I am with trying to, you know, unalive myself. So, uh, um, yeah. but one of the, so this is, I got a testimony actually. I was at my church in Washington. I was taking my Zoloft uh, as a, it was like a 50 milligram. So it was a pretty high dosage of Zoloft uh, for antidepressant and anti-anxiety. And um, I didn't really notice much. I didn't notice much, but my wife noticed a little bit. And I, I ended up having, I was at worship practice and I was sitting in the sound booth. I was running sound and uh, I was having a conversation with the bass player. And yeah. uh, he was like, he's like, Hey, did you say that you were on meds? I said, yeah. He said, what are you on? I said, I'm on Zoloft. He said, Oh, he said, uh, let me just give you throw some caution your way. Um, Zoloft can be very, what's up, Shayla. How are you sister? Um, Zoloft can be very, um, can kind of zombie you out, kind of make you, uh, zone out and, and really change your personality. And, uh, yeah. I said, dude, I said, I really feel like you are coming to me at the exact right time because I felt like in, if something was going on inside of me where I just, I was feeling kind of weird about it and looking yeah. back, what I was doing was because I was on the Zoloft, I was coming home and I would just sit on the couch. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to talk to the kids. I just wanted to sit on the couch. I didn't, I wasn't watching TV. I was just scrolling Facebook. I was doing nothing. And yeah. I was probably about a month or so in, I was not the same person, dude. I was like, it was like, God allowed me just a moment to break out the of clarity. that. Clarity. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, Oh, this isn't good. Like I realized I saw where I was. Um, so I've never felt that way when it comes to THC ever. Uh, however, the main reason that I'm tapering off completely is because I'm ultimately, uh, I don't want anything to cloud my judgment. I'm getting ready to preach the word of God. You know, mm. I'm getting ready to, to, I'm as, as a leader in the church now, you know, I'm, I'm in an opportunity where I don't want there to be, I want to be above reproach, bro. Like I, I, yeah. I, I want to honestly honor God and, and be right by that. So uh, I feel like I'm in a good place though right now. So I had a, I had a woman in a previous congregation that I was a part of and she came up to me and was like, Hey, um, you know, we, we were talking about, uh, I don't know how actually marijuana came up, but she yeah. basically just kind of shared that she was using. And I basically had the same conversation we're having now. And she was like, you know, I'd never be able to talk to the pastor about this. I was like, well, that's a shame. You should definitely have every ability to talk to him about anything. Um, if you don't feel that like that you can, um, my I, I do have a question for you though. What do you, what, how do you feel about, and I've given this response before is have you prayed first before using like to, that, that to remove the pain, um, mm. to, allow God to work first before, you know, medicating. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I haven't. And that's honestly, I think that's a really good question. Um, I, I think that would be, that is actually the proper response. You know, if I'm having tough time sleeping, uh, pray, you know, and that's cause that's ultimately where that, again, that's really the reason that I'm using is to, to sleep. So it's yeah. not throughout the day. It's not, I'm not going out. I'm not driving. I'm not doing, I'm really not doing anything. I'm just going to bed. 
So, um, which I never want to suggest like, Oh, well, if you didn't pray, right. Then, and this would yeah, be yeah, a great yeah. segue into the videos that we have for today that, uh, that if you're not praying and he's not answering it's cause you don't have faith and that's you're substituting right. marijuana for faith like that. Right. That is a ridiculous response. God yes. says no to healings all the time. God says no yeah. and allows you to struggle. Uh, and God, I mean, let's be honest. God has given us modern medicine. God has given us, you know, Tylenols you, and Motrin. I know you're an old earther, but uh, do you think marijuana was post-fall or pre-fall? Because that, that changes everything. <laughs> I think, I think marijuana was pre-fall, dude. I think it was around. I think it was around in the garden. I think it. That was the been. first thing. That was the first thing Adam was working on. He's like, I don't know what this is, but it's amazing, dude. But think about all of the medicine, like the medicines that we have right now. Are they come from plants? Acetaminophen, aspirin, aspirin is from a plant. It's from a bar. It's a. It's the bark of a tree. So right. it's like God has given us all of these natural. Um, medicines to use and some you know some need to be refined obviously but you, you can go back historically and look that people were chewing on leaves for anti-inflammatory anti-pain stuff like um there's the, the idea of of natural healing is a lot older than modern healing for sure mm. you know um but no i to go back to your question i do agree i think that that is probably the better uh the better thing to do is to, to pray always. I mean, I, I rail about praying, you know, before every major decision and I should be praying, uh, in yeah. my weakness, he is made strong. Um, and, uh, I totally agree. So, but uh, if we take that scenario, another step, like, okay, so I've prayed, the answer is no, I'm still dealing with this pain. He hasn't taken it away from me. You know, yeah. say my neck, my neck still hurts. Do I just suffer in it and praise him in that suffering? or immediately go to something that relieves yeah. the pain. Um, well, it is, you know, weakness is made strong, you know, right. and our suffering does come for a reason. So I do think that there's, uh, there, there is something to be said about our suffering. Um, but it's hard, you know, like, okay, being post There's a breaking though, point for all of us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just last week. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not saying that I know everything about it, but I'm just saying like being post mill. No, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I do think with the bees knees. we, right. We, uh, we do, we, we do admit that as you know, things progress, you know, God has given us like technology is a blessing, right? Would we say that technology, I mean, it, it could be bad too, I suppose, but, yeah. uh, well, it can be abused. Just scientific like, revolution comes from Christian thought, right? Yeah because we understood there was a creator and we wanted to learn more and study more. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, crystal asks, what if the pain is uh, still isn't taken away even with pain meds, but it helps. My, my counsel would always be to praise God through the suffering, acknowledge that that whatever this is, that his grace is sufficient enough for mm -hmm. you. And if you choose to medicate, um, give that to him as well. Like one so, thing, praise him for it, worship, worship through it and say, look, I, if I don't need this, then stand in my way that I'm going to use it to relieve the pain that I'm going yeah. through now. Um, but at the end of the day, my grace is sufficient enough for you. 
Yeah. I well, and I agree. I agree on a practical level, but I think that civil liberty brings up a good point on on the thing he's saying. And I he says, Logan, are you implying that I shouldn't take thyroid replacement medication since I don't have a thyroid? And I no, that's a whole different issue, right? Now yeah, I mean, need... that, yeah, like I don't need. <clears throat> the reality is, I don't need THC. All right, I don't need Motrin or Tylenol. I don't need the antidepressants. You know, right? But there's a difference between like, you don't have a thyroid, bro. <laughs> like, like you, you need, you need that. Like that is what I think my mom has been on thyroid medicine. My pretty much my whole life too. Like she needs that to survive. Uh, that would be like, you know, I don't think anybody's saying like, well, they put in a fake heart or a stint or whatever in your heart. Well, you don't need that. Like, no, you need that. Like, it's okay. But I, I think, you know, you could get to us, you could get to a point where you're like, well, aren't you just prolonging? Maybe, maybe God, what, maybe you were supposed to die. Right. Like, mm, how do you, yeah. how do we you could work through that scenario? Yeah. Right. Like that's somebody out there could make the same argument, which would be unfortunate, but be like, well, you're taking this medicine. Were you supposed to die? Are you prolonging your life when God was going to take it? Like, I don't think that that's a good answer too. Cause like we, we are alive today in 2022 for a reason, like us yeah. specifically are alive for this reason. Um, it, it, that wouldn't have been a question 200 years ago. Right. And I think uh, in his response that God is sovereign, right? The fact that thyroid medication is available at the time at which you're right. You needed a replacement uh, medication for it makes sense. Um, right. uh, and I, I'm going to eisegesis this uh, and I'm going to preface it with that. But, How dare you. <laughs> but in this, it, particularly with this scenario, um, you know, when Paul says in Philippians that, you know, whether I should go home and be with the father or stay here with you, it's for your good that I stay here. Right. So I can't choose between the two. Right. Um, but, but he understood that I can do more good for your behalf by being here with you. Right. And I'm going to, as long as I am here, then to live as Christ and to die is gain. Yeah. Um, so the fact that you have it, you, we have the technology at which we can sustain your life longer. I pray that in those moments, man, that you just remember that to live is Christ and to die is gain and that you would continue to move the kingdom every breath that you have. Um, and I, I, anybody that shuns you for taking medication, anybody that, uh, puts you down for what <laughs> all things are permissible, right? All things are, are right. lawful, but not all things are for, for your good. So discernment, like if there's, yes, uh, just t- take it one, one day at a time, right? Judge yourself, keep yourself in line, pray about it. Work out your own Lord salvation you. with fear and trembling. Exactly. Yeah. I think we all have to do that, man. We all have <laughs> to, uh, if we, if we are confident that we are going to the Lord with our issues uh, and even specifically with Christian Liberty type stuff. Like, for example, I'm confident where I'm at with my THC use and where I am with the Lord. Um, mm. So that's between God and I. And uh, at the end of the day, um, I'm not going to be dishonest. I don't God is not calling us to be dishonest about things. Um but uh, I have I've brought this to the Lord and uh, he he has removed uh, nicotine from my life 
you know, very recently, in fact, he's removed alcohol from my life. Like he's given me the strength and the power to go on without those things. And I, like I said, dude, I was drinking a bottle of Jameson a night at my worst moment. Like I, mm. I was an alcoholic. I just wasn't, I wasn't driving. I wasn't like going anywhere, doing anything crazy, but I was drinking enough to where I was coming in late to work in my last few years. Like, uh, I was putting you know, I was putting my life in that, in the bottle and he gave me the strength to, to get rid of that. And I've been sober and have not gone back to drinking. I don't think Amen. about it. I don't miss it. You know, I, uh, if Amen. I want to taste a beer, I drink a, a Budweiser zero. That's got zero sugar and zero alcohol. And it just tastes like a beer. You know, like, and I like the taste of beer, but guess yeah. what? I drink one and I don't need to drink seven or eight or 12 more. You know what I mean? But back when I was drinking, I was drinking seven or eight, 12 beers, you know? Hallelujah, uh, man. And That's a hallelujah moment. moment. It is. Absolutely. I, you know, I'll, uh, I'm going to mark that one down there. To 49 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> but with, uh, and same with the All nicotine. Right. Right. Like I got to I was at the point, you know, I, I, I was I smoked at a very young age cigarettes. Uh, and then I um, when I got into the Navy, I was dipping like everybody else in the military, dipping like crazy. Mm. I think actually the military is the only reason that snuff sticks that snuff even exists anymore. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. unless you live on a farm, but there aren't enough people that live on farms. So it has to be the military. Uh, Definitely. I could go into any room in the Navy, any anywhere that a sailor or a Marine was and get dip. Like someone has a can or eight, right? Like, so anyway, I went from smoking cigarettes to dipping, uh, to vaping. When I retired, uh, I just like, ah, I'm tired of dipping. I'm tired of like the mouth stuff. I was always concerned about my teeth. I was always worried about my gums. Uh, and so I went to vaping and then after a while, the vaping got kind of like, I was like, ah, I don't feel really good about like breathing all of this stuff into my lungs. Right. Like I just was like, ah, I don't like this. And, mm. uh, so then I got, went to the little pouches where it's just nicotine salts. You just put like a little pouch in your mouth and you just kind of suck on the, the pouch and it releases nicotine. And then yep. I stopped cold Turkey. I just said when I, I had run out of the, my little can of Zin Z Y N. And, uh, I was like, I'm just not going to buy another one. I'm done. And the Lord has given me strength, dude. And nicotine is like one of the hardest things to quit. Like hands down. And I still like have yeah. moments. I have like ghost, um, ghost desires where I'm like, Oh, I feel like I'm missing something right now. I need something. And then I'm like, Oh, it's, it's the nicotine. I don't need it. I'm fine. You know? And it's been like four or five months. Maybe it's been about six months now, but anyway, I say all of that to say that I am not above the Lord taking the, the completely taking the desire for Nick, uh, for THC away from me. And I'd be fine with that. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll, I will do as the Lord tells me to do. Uh, I've had no problem doing it with alcohol or nicotine. I have no problem doing it with THC, but I'm confident. I'm confident enough in the Lord and in my answer to be able to say that I use it, to be able to, to say, you know, to be honest mm -hmm. about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, again, the Lord will have to be the one to, uh, cause it, it's always has to come from the Lord. You know, it's not me. Absolutely. If it were up to me, I'd be still drinking. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so civil liberty has a, a great question yeah. and it kind of, it kind of adds to the nuance of, okay, yeah. so, all right, I need it for medicinal purposes. I have pain. I'd rather take marijuana than, you know, a bunch of ibuprofen. 
right? So now what do I do as a Christian? Um, What about it still being federally illegal, um, even though it's legal in Missouri, right? So we should still submit to the authorities of our, that we're governed by, right? So I would say if you truly needed it, um, then you should, I'm going to take a hard stance on this one. You should move to Missouri where it's legal, right? Or, yeah, or California. Especially, especially, yeah, especially if you're in a leadership position in a church where you're teaching, um, because you're not above reproach at that point. Right. Um yeah, if I was just like blazing with my yeah, homies but, on the weekend, you know, in a state where it's illegal and I'm and I'm violating the law that way. I mean, I think that's a very different conversation to have versus seeing a doctor being prescribed a card, uh, using it for a very specific reason. Um, you know, at this point, though, I'm going to change even matter. No, I'm, I'm going to change my mind on this. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to retract what I said. It's okay. it. It's the heart of the issue. Right. The federal government, your state's government doesn't need to be involved in your medical, um, doesn't need to be involved in your medical well-being. Right. So if your heart is in the right place when taking something that helps relieve pain. Um, oh, man, the nuance of this. I I know you could nuance yeah. it to death, bro. You could literally nuance. You could find so many different various reasons. But, here, but here's the thing. Love God, love your neighbor. The Sermon on the Mount, the heart mm. at which you do things matters, right? Christ elevates all of the law and the prophets to two. Um, that your motive, you can go to God and worship him with tears and, and and make a huge show of it. But if it was for your gain, it was worthless, right? Even though it was like, even though all everything in the book lined up appropriately, but if your heart was in the wrong place, it was like noisy gongs. Um, so if your heart's in the wrong place and you just want to take marijuana for uh, the desire to, to get, get high. high. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then yes, that's sin, right? Yeah, exactly. And I like, again, uh, Liberty, you make a good point. The vaccine, you know, being mandated by the government, but yet you still have the medical freedom to say, no, uh, I'm not putting that in my body. And there's a you can have a very good Christian reason not to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, it violates your conscience. And, uh, I think that, you know, again, government aside, uh, I don't really care what the federal government says. <laughs> I mean, it just, I just, I Bro, just, Oh, can we talk about Biden's speech the other day? Like, oh, yes. I was, I was like jaw open. Like, I was on a podcast, uh, on Friday last week to talk about this. I got invited to a podcast to talk about Biden, Biden's speech. So let's talk about it. That blew my mind. How like, did, I did, was, you, I, did you like the blood red uh, background with the oh. uh, the eagle, what looked like an eagle crest, like a Nazi eagle crest over the, the uh, over his picture? Legitimately gay. Well, so it, whoever designed his set had a reason even um, CNN like nothing... tried to make it less ominous. Like even CNN tried to tried to make the red more pink, <laughs> to to make it less ominous and doom doomy. It's crazy, bro. What is, what is going like? So you and I were both we both served while Trump was in office, right? We were both we we both were in. So 
what would you, how do you feel if you were still active duty today and he was the commander in chief, what would that, I mean, how does that make you feel? I, I remember looking over at my wife and saying two things, right? Um, I'm ready. Like, <laughs> we're, we're ready to go, ready to go. And then the next thing was good on those Marines for not walking off that stage. They held their bearing. They placed their, their ethos above what was being said, even though the commander in chief basically called for division. Yeah. Called for they, Honestly, war. they probably couldn't even hear it. They probably was just a mic feed straight. I'm sure there wasn't like loudspeakers. There was there people there. I guess I there was. So. Well, there's yeah. like four. It's like I heard like a laugh track and like a comment, like a couple people clapping or whatever. But no, you're right. I mean, I, bro, I don't know. I'm so grateful that I retired when I did. I, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. I don't know what I, I don't know with the whole vaccine thing, uh, with the way that, uh, yeah. The, imagine how many people was that their breaking point, right? Vaccine. Got to get it. Got to go get my booster. Then all the stuff that's come out about it. Hey, you didn't actually need to have it. X, Y, and Z, all the, all the problems people were having and then discrediting like, Hey, you know, my arm still hurts. Well, you're just, you're being a baby about it. No, like my arm really hurts, right? I have a rash to prove it, all that stuff. And then finally this happens and you're like, this is my breaking point. I'm going to walk away from this and try to just live, just want to be free. Just leave me alone. How about all of the people <clears throat> that, all of the young people that have had heart attacks? Like oh, yeah. there has been a, a, it's it's there's like a pandemic of heart attacks how dare them have heart attacks right. how dare you right that's how they treat it like oh well oh well like what do Dude, you mean oh well let me tell you what happened this girl in our church well she's at our church now let me give you a little bit of backstory there's this young 24 year old girl i i cannot confirm that she was vaccinated i, I don't know i have a feeling that that i, I don't want to ask because it's kind of a weird situation she she is at she's 24 years old She's at her mom's house. Her heart stops, stops in my town in Blue Springs, Missouri. Her heart stops. Her mom panics, sees her daughter, 24 years old, healthy, not overweight, healthy girl, mm -hmm. uh, falls to the floor as mom is getting ready to go to work. Mom panics, freaks out, doesn't know what to do, runs across the street because she knows that the man that lives across the street is a retired police officer. So he has some sort of CPR medical training. This man is, goes to our church. His name is Scott. He's an awesome guy. He runs over across the street, begins CPR on her for 11, seven or 11 minutes. I don't remember if he had not given her CPR she would have died. It took them, it took the first responders uh, like seven or 11 minutes to get right. there before they got and there. before they got there, he was doing CPR the entire time to keep her alive. And she survived. And she's in fact, the last two weeks, her and her mother have been at our church, um, probably because of it. I mean, when you have an encounter with God, <laughs> when you are getting ready to go see God in such a very strange way uh, at such a young age. Um, yeah. but, uh, I mean, can you imagine like, well, so I, for anybody that does time sports, right. So boxing, you have three minute rounds and I can, I can subconsciously determine like when that bell's about to ring, right. Just from doing it so much, like 11 minutes of just constant 
CPR. That is, that's exhausting. That man at some point hit a breaking, like a breaking yeah. point. Like, oh, and he had to just keep pushing himself through it to keep her alive. Just until the ambulance gets there. You know <clears throat> what I mean? Like that's just, uh, man. And I, you know, I've got, I've got a young uh, adult son and I've got, you know, three other kids. And I just think about them in that I put my kids and myself in those situations. And um, I just, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's a very, it's just a very strange, it feels like we're being experimented on by the people out there that don't really give a rip about us anyway. So um, I'm very grateful uh, for her. In fact, I, so my wife and I, tomorrow night is our first night. We're doing a young adults uh, small group at the house. Nice. Um, Where we just, we haven't, our church hasn't done small group in many years. So, uh, we're doing young adults, small group. And, um, we invited, I invited this young girl. Uh, I was like, Hey, you know, um, you want to come to Bible study, you know, at the house, come on. And I was like, and I'm just, I'm glad you're alive. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm very glad that you're alive. She's like, I'm glad I'm alive too. I'm like, I bet you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't, I can't fathom going through that, man, as a, as a parent. Um, all right. Do you want to uh, you want to watch some TikToks? Let's do it, man. Watch some TikToks. Let me uh, turn on the screen sharing here. Make sure that the audio is working. All right. Let me go to this first one here. All right. Here we go. I'm going to turn this on. Share. Okay. Oh, I love this kid. Have you seen this one? Yes, I love it. <laughs> Next time That's- someone points a phone at you, do this. Let's hopefully we get some audio. Uh, let's turn that on. Did, did you have audio? There, I did have audio. Did you not hear it? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! When the mom says "stop," that is the best part. Uh, how do I turn? How do I turn on the audio? I wonder why so, it wasn't working. Oh, you know what? I, you can't hear it. Because, I can't hear it because of TikTok. Because it's not through TikTok. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's problematic. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is hilarious. The mom yells, stop. And uh, it's it's very embarrassing for the mother, of course. Uh, uh, I posted. I actually uh, took that video, reposted it, and I said, this is me if I had a son. <laughs> All right. What else do we, uh, let's see. This one I thought was pretty good. You're not going to be able to hear it though. Darn. How are we supposed to do this? So we, in the past, we were supposed to have doctrines of Brad be the, the, the guest that would show it, but we, um, we canceled the other account for good reason. So, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, what is the option then? Um, maybe I can, I can put the mic. Can I put the mic yeah, in the earbud? Or do you want to switch out to your, do you want to do your dual headphones for the time that we're watching this? Oh, is that what we did last time? We can try that. There we go. Look at that. Getting them dual headphones. The dualies. I don't hear or see any. Yeah, you won't be able to see it on TikTok, Liberty. You're going to have to go to the uh, Doctrines of Rad uh, YouTube channel. 
if you're uh, if you're not watching, uh, Logan is fixing the feedback. That's why you can hear me twice. It's, there we go. I think that's better there. Okay. You ready to you ready to try? trying to find some of the other ones that I did. Oh yeah, there was the one that you sent me. I got to go. Let me go to those. All right. Let's try it. Okay. TikTok, um, can you guys hear me good? Okay. Why is my message is not loading on TikTok? There we go. Nobody. Get down. Okay. All right. I've got a video ready. It's the one that you sent me earlier. Let's see if we can get some. That is an awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, this video. All right. Here we go. So, guys, if you want to hear the video, please go to the Dawkins Brad YouTube channel. Um, but stay, stay here, here also. Go there yeah. and stay here. Stay in both. Yes, go. that's right. All right. Here we go. Uh, this says attractive equals. What does that say? Spirit, Spirit of, of evangelism. evangelism. All right. I purposefully didn't watch this when you sent it to me so that I could watch it afresh and react to it here. So here we go. I see you in this current world doing pretty good. Pretty popular. The girls liked you. You was pretty good. Oh my God, I won't tell that part. I can't tell that. Oh, the Lord said that's all on the blood. Don't mess But is he swiping? Is he swiping oh, thoughts away? Lord. Yeah. Whenever I have a bad Player. thought. Your ability to be liked and attractive. Girls liked you. That's the spirit of evangelism. Why? 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 <laughs> uh, Why? So man, that's the I love that of evangelism, I, though. I love that guy's channel where he takes all these. Yeah, we're gonna uh, watch some more of those. <laughs> those PCA, not PCA, uh, UPC, UPC, uh, United Pentecostal Church. Yes. Um, he takes all their like crazy outlandish like sermon clips and he, and then he adds an ending to it. Um, similar to the, the why pastor. Um, <clears throat> so him being a player, being a spirit of evangelism, right? Just to, yeah. But like, yeah. And you wait, wait till we do more. Wait till we do more. I was hoping, uh, I wanted to give, uh, Andrew an opportunity to talk about, uh, that and a few other ones um uh, due to him coming out of the that specific church i feel like those type of churches like i'm trying to i'm trying to put myself into that person's shoes like why what is the reason like what would that be let's just say let's play a game Logan, well, let's play a game. What, if that was truly from the Lord, what do you think the reason would be there? Let's just say if God was still doing stuff like that today, 
like giving him uh what do we call it uh um word of knowledge right yeah of his like of who he is his personality his the, the kid is a person that's unseen um i don't know i i would say if god revealed that to you it would be for you to allow a conversation for that person to humble themselves and mm. present their present that stuff at the cross um so the idea that it, the, what i saw him doing this... was elevating that kid and giving him and that's what they do yeah. in those churches right they give them yeah. like this special gift this something that makes you unique and special yes 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 right and then that takes the new convert and makes him feel um some type of way about this being in this group of people that he's now elevated. I'm special. I'm, I'm, I have the spirit of evangelism. I'm and they will, they'll take that and boom, off they go. It's like uh, replacement it's, for the gospel. It's like, let me get you to be interested in Jesus because I think that you're special and you're an attractive person. So you have the, you've got the spirit of evangelism because you're attractive. Yeah. A honey, like that's what she said. She somebody came up to her and said, "Hey, you're going to be a uh, a great mouthpiece for the Lord one day." And she took that and ran with it. You know, somebody random randomly came up to her on the street. It's um, called love bombing. That's right, uh, Marissa says. And uh, just that's too bad, man. It it what it says is that hey, the message of the gospel isn't enough. You need to feel special in within the church, you need to feel special within what God can do for you yeah. versus just, Hey, like you're a sinner. Christ died for you. Walk in obedience, submit your life to him. It's almost yeah. like it's and more of a church recruiting life. tool than it is a gospel. <laughs> it is. It well, It's a cult recruiting tool. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. I've got a surprise one for you. Are you ready for this one? No, oh, I love surprises. Oh, Oh, you, you should. You should <laughs> love this one. Are you ready? I'm I'm doing it. Hey, did you like my title? My name title? The Logan of Rad. I saw that. And I was like, oh, I missed <laughs> an opportunity. Yeah. I was hoping you were gonna comment on I it. I should have I well and I, I did I did notice it, Logan. I didn't <laughs> Senpai noticed you, my friends. It's okay. Um all right. Get ready for this one, buddy. Oh yeah. So I, we weren't going to do, we weren't going to do a video. We like, you know, Jonah, he, we had a conversation. Let's just be transparent, man. Like Jonah was bothered by our first video that we did when we, when we talked about, um, you know, you made the comment that he was edgy. I said that he was young. Right. So we both, we've both made a comment and, and, and it's, it bothered Jonah. So he talked to you and then he talked to me. Actually, you, I got permission to get his number from you in order for me to contact him because I felt like I didn't want to be, um, I just want to be open with people. I want to tell, you know, I, I, I don't want to hide things from people. I want to be transparent. Um, so we, we have to talk about this video though. And I, I messaged, I texted Jonah after he made this video and he has not responded. He did respond initially, but when I made my final point that I said, I, I, I said, you are being, 
purposefully ambiguous with your message. You are being intentionally ambiguous for your message. And he has not responded back since. And I don't know that he is going to. But I think we we really truly need to to talk about this because this is a, a young man who has uh, almost a quarter of a million followers on TikTok, uh, a lot of young people, and he is he is very carelessly making videos to be edgy. And I'm I'm sorry if this is going to end up hurting Jonah's feelings. Um, this I, I'm past it man like you are you are proclaiming biblical truth from a platform with a quarter million followers many of them young i don't you know i will i will apologize for making fun of the way that you dress i'm sorry even though i was actually right because he's because he knows judah smith but uh i i i'm this this is problematic, bro. Like this is an issue. Yeah. We are, there is a, there is a theological idea that we are uh, already and not yet. Okay. And the, the idea, and I brought it up. What's up. Uh, it's almost like he proved everything I said. Right. I know exactly. So um, we live in a place as saved believers where we have been redeemed and forgiven of our sin we have been forgiven of our sin. The sin that keeps Past, us. Present and future. Well, yes. It's this, the sin that keeps us from a relationship with our creator, God, with our father. We have been forgiven of that in order to have a relationship with God. That is true. Okay. However, there, we are still tempted James talks about being tempted. When temptation gives birth, it becomes sin. And when sin gives birth, it becomes death. All right. So there is still a process. Yeah, I'm sorry, Trad. If you want to come to uh, the YouTube channel, we're actually showing videos and talking about it there. Um, but uh, we're, we're addressing a video from the Bible teacher. His, his name is the Bible teacher on TikTok. Okay. He represents Christ and scripture and the Bible. And to, to make us an ambiguous statement that you are no longer a sinner is not okay. It's not that that sends the wrong message and the wrong idea to every young person that is watching that you think that you can, that they could go do whatever they want. And you might say, well, I'm not responsible for how every other person, well, you obviously think you are, you call yourself the Bible teacher on TikTok. You obviously go into the situation representing Christ. So fill me in with your thoughts. Like, so what is it? One 14, 1, 15. Jonah, I, I love you, man. Um, I enjoy uh, you as a person. I've talked to you personally. Um, but when we refuse to recognize that we are currently sinners, right? I, brother, you want to say that's not my identity more, anymore. My identity is in Christ. That tells me you do not know God. You do not know him and his holiness, Right? What do we call somebody that tells a lie? What do we call them? Liars. 
Right? You're a liar. When you lie, you're a liar. When you sin, you're a sinner. Right? It's simple as that. Yes, you are redeemed. You have a renewing of your mind. You are being sanctified. You are saved by future grace. Right? One day you will be in a glorified body and you will stand before the throne judgment of God, uh, the judgment of God, right? And he won't see you and your sin, but he'll see Christ and his righteousness. Right? 2 Corinthians 5.21. But if we start to act as if we're not sinners, we subsequently say God is not that holy. He's it's not enough. Simple. It's that simple, Jonah, that I, he, and, and I've heard them try to flip it and say, you know what? God is holy. What Christ did was so sufficient that I'm not a sinner now that all my sins are, are washed away. True. However, you are actually doing those sins now. You are still sinning now. Your sins every single day are being placed on the cross or being nailed to the cross. You are a sinner you're both equally a sinner and a saint. You are a sinner that is being sanctified and justified every single day. If anybody so, says that I have no sin, they are a liar. Boom. Right. And they, they, it, it's not so much, John, it's not so much your fault as it is the movement that you're a part of. Yep. Right. And it will continue to, start adding authority to you and continue to start adding things that glorify you and your ministry, like your ability to perceive some kind of conversation that God had with the devil. You receive that. And then you made a video about it. Oh, no, Jonah, if he doesn't no, stop, he will be, he will be that. He will be exactly like that guy talking about you have the, uh, your attractiveness is a spirit of evangelism. That is what that leads to. That is the natural progression of having a low view of scripture, a low view of God, and an incorrect view of sin. Yeah, Jonah, if you if you don't stop, you're going to be the next Kenneth Copeland. If you don't have a, rene- a reverence for God and his holiness, you're going to continue down the same path that they do. It's all about how you get glory. Right. The, the simple fact that you would make a video saying you can give prophecy or insight on command. Right. That yep. you have this ability to glorify yourself. That doesn't help the kingdom. It adds confusion. The whole thing if, is about if, himself, if, man. The video shots, everything it, is about it's about Jonah. His videos are about Jonah. They are about him, his face. The way that he shoots it, he's doing it in a snarky way because he knows exactly what he is doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. It causes contention, and he is purposefully being ambiguous in order for clicks and likes and views. I'm. Yeah. It's that's just the way it is. He is self righteous, and it's problematic. It is an issue. God, God have mercy. I I've been there, and I've been young, and you can recover from this. But if you continue down this path and you are not putting your trust in God, you will end up going down into the mouth of the whore of Babylon. So I, I can't say for sure that I would, I would do this, but I would, I pray that this would be the outcome that if God gave me some kind of prophetic ability, that he spoke to me directly, gave me insight to a conversation that him and the devil have had in the past. Right, where I have these 
these illusions or these, you know, whatever the heck, it, whatever it would be, right? This this imagery, a pop in my mind. I'm not even and, cessationist, and I have a problem with it. <laughs> but if I I pray that if Logan never had that ability, he would keep his mouth shut, and it would be private, and I would go to people personally and say, "Hey, man, the I don't maybe I'm off point here." the Lord revealed to me that you're, you know, you know, we were just talking about smoking earlier, right? Like your smoking habits getting out of control for you. I don't know if I'm accurate with that, but um, yeah. is there anything well, you want to talk about? Right. Never should anything that the Lord gives us as a gift be used to magnify us in any way. Yeah. Andrew, we're not apostles. Point, yeah. God doesn't give those gifts for self-exaltation. And that's, it is all about the glorification of God and the growing of the body of believers. Well, so, and, he, and here's the stance I would take that Jonah needs to write that down. And that's now scripture. Is he, is he brave enough to say that? That he now, that video that he produces scripture? Oh, you're talking the devil. So let's give some context real quick. So, because we're talking about two different videos, there were the video that we just showed, and then there is one about here. Let me see if I can actually find it on his yeah. thing, and we can discuss it. But yeah. uh, he's well, talking well, about well, a conversation. Yeah. So basically, a conversation the devil and the angel, or and God have right. They have a conversation, right? Same as you see with Job, right? And then he makes a video that he like that God gave him that image and then he made a video about it and got a bunch of like, he went viral off of it. Um, yeah, because people like their ears tickled, not because it came from the Lord. Are you willing Jonah to say that that is now scripture, that it is that, that you're, you're that accurate with this, that this isn't just you having an idea and it came to your mind or that, that like, that's what happens in Job, right? Like the devil goes to the assembly of, of of the throne of God where they're gathered around, right? <laughs> and and he, where have you been? I've been to and fro across the face of the earth, right? What, have you seen Job? Like that is an actual conversation that occurred and is written down in his scripture. And I believe it to be true. Um, so if you guys are on TikTok, this is not the, right this now. is not the exact same one, but this is another one that says this exact same thing. Yeah. I'll blow up. So if I do not receives a vision from God. Soul, I'll blow up. Pause, makes it into a TikTok and goes viral. God, stop. What is the stop? Oh, is that the video? Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so he's equating that he gets a vision from God and then goes viral. That's. I, I would easily how, say that how antithetic like, is that to the like to the entire message of scripture when it comes down to the uh the love of the the world loves that they loves that the response to that is they love it the world loves it because it 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 it, it uh it lowers the view of God down to such a, a nuanced thing that you are using God to go viral on a social media platform, that that is what God cares about. He cares about your popularity on a social media platform. Well, I imagine Jonah would say that he could use it to, um, use it to get the gospel to get shared, right? Like, 
Like Jonah, Jonah, please understand. I'm not. Here's the thing. So I do. I'm not attacking you in the sense of. I'm not attacking you in the sense of like, you know, I'm I'm coming after you. It's more in the sense of like, hey man, I would look into other denominations, and if you come back to the one that you're you're currently pursuing, then so be it. But uh, at least give the other ones uh, a a deeper thought, more of your time. He doesn't share um, the gospel. He shares Jonah. Thank you, Andrew. That that is that's true. He's sharing Jonah. He is building himself a kingdom. That is what he's doing. And he will get his reward. And I pray, I pray to God, please humble him. Allow him to repent, Lord. Please, Jesus. I I can't I can't stress that. Look, I've been in his position. I've been, I've, I've believed a lot of the things that he's believed. All right. And I've been young. I've been, I've been down that path. I've been. Uh, it's very easy to get tempted um, uh, to make it about you. And when you have a platform and it's people are responding, people are people are liking it, people are sharing it. You are getting likes, you are getting views, you are getting responses every single day. It really, it pings on your ego. When people ask me, when they've asked me before, why would you, why would you re- delete your TikTok? You have so many followers. That's exactly why. I know. I understand the temptation. I deleted my TikTok of my account of 200,000 followers because I know what that means to me. Mm. I know what it did to me. The, every little, it's it's like a fiery dart, but instead of it being like you, you don't recognize that it's poison. You think that it's good. It's like, oh, well, people are responding to me because I must be doing something right. I must be doing something good. Because people are responding and there's growth there. It's like, it's no different than a mega church that grows its numbers because it preaches a BS gospel. It preaches a, a, a moralistic therapeutic deism, all right? It and, and the church grows leaps and bounds and it fills with bodies and all of them are whitewashed tombs. They, are, they look pretty on the outside and they are full of dead, rotting flesh on the inside. And that is exactly what he is doing. His account, I'm telling you, look, call it a prophetic word from the Lord, Jonah. But if you don't hear that warning, we will see a result of your fall in the future. And and God help us that we don't go and say, I told you so, because that isn't godly either. But you are being warned. People are telling you. This is not a good path to go down. And it's up to repent, change your mind and go in the other direction, brother. I'm telling you, you are not, you are not going the right way. And we're not saying that God can't give visions to people. God can't do these things. He most certainly can. But if well, we've had many conversations something, about that. If, if, yeah. But if something this simple, Jonah, like for example, the the God talking to the devil, that would be scripture to me. Right? If that if that were true and that was revealed, that would be that would need to be written down. Right? And that I would found, need to be I found added. The video. You found it. That would need yeah. to be added to the canon, right? Are you willing to say that? Um, the canon's closed. It's closed because it's it is sufficient. That, at least some people in the comments are not getting behind this nonsense. But let's uh, next we week. 
next week Andrew does apologetics and cessationism and the UPC church. Yeah, we got Andrew next week, and then we're going to have uh, Mike Jones of Inspiring Philosophy fame the week after that. Yes. Um, all right, here's uh, here's the video that Logan's been talking about. So if I do not find somebody soon, I'll blow up. So if I do not find somebody soon, I'll blow up. I mean, think about what he's think about what he's saying, dude. He's talking about. Well, he's trying to inflate the idea, and this is what you're doing, that because it was successful, therefore it must have come from God. That is exactly right. But I would argue that people like their ears tickled, right? Christ spoke to thousands, hundreds of people, thousands of people, and he would constantly say, those who have ears, let them hear. Those who have eyes, let them see, right? Which would be a common repetition of what the prophets would say, right? But not everyone... Y'all learn how to see. Y'all will learn how to see. <laughs> you, do you see? Do you, let me, I'm just going to point something else out here, and this is probably this is probably petty of me, but I'm just going to point it out down here on the bottom. It says he. This is his playlist of a, a hundred thousand plus views. So again, this is a this is a this is a brand. Jonah is building a brand, and what he would is you, selling is Jonah. Would you consider some correction from me? Um, or just like for you to ponder the idea that although you are correct, Drew, the anger that you have against this is it in the right place? Oh uh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure the the frustration and anger that I have is 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 definitely more of my flesh coming out mm. uh, than it is. Uh, I you know at the end of the day, I can't be angry. This is the Lord's. This is the Lord's battle to 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 take right. <laughs> Yeah, because um, when you sent me that video of him, dude, that that whole "I'm no longer a sinner" thing makes me so angry. Yeah, like, and it's not, maybe it's maybe it's in a righteous. Way and see, look I, what you I just did, dude. You just called me out on my attitude, right? I just want to. Well, no, no, no. This is this right? is a good thing. This is this is this is. Let this be a learning moment. Let this be a teaching moment for anybody listening. For a you, I know you. I know your heart and we've had many conversations outside of this platform. So you have the ability, like you, you are wise enough to speak into my life and have me receive it. Right. You can challenge me. You can, but that's also the place that I want to be in. I want to be teachable. I want to be challengeable. I want to be held to account for the words that I say Mm. and the actions that I have. If, if I Mm. have an attitude, Logan, and you feel like that I'm being angry for whatever reason, unjustifiably you have every right to call me out on that you should you actually have an obligation i would say as a brother in christ you have an obligation to call me out so in that case uh, i can easily say that my anger is not justified i'm very frustrated i am i am very angry towards jonah because he represents the same god that i represent And it bothers me it, to my core that someone would be would play loose games with a holy God. Yeah. That's what makes me angry. But even in even so, that is still repentable. I should still repent because I the it, it should not well up an anger and a frustration in me the way that it does. And and this is not just like, this is the reason that I turned off the news, right? Like I don't even get on the news 
because I just get angry. You know, I get frustrated when I watch it. And so, and really a lot of the TikToks that I see, I just kind of scroll through quickly because I know that they're going to make me frustrated. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, openly admit that, that there's a, there is a fleshly part of my body that wants to just rail against the bastardization of Mm. God. And that's what I feel like it is. Yeah, and so, and this isn't a position of jealousy. If anybody ever thought that, because uh, Drew had the the fandom, if you would, he had the the weight behind an account and gave it up. Like I have to pray before I go on stage to speak or paint that that I get out of the way that he has made much of and I have made less of. Right, that it's not about me. And Logan likes attention. I really do. I do too. I don't know if it stems from my childhood. Like I didn't get enough of it as a kid or something, but like I can easily see myself, like try to put my flesh in that position versus, Hey, I'm not, I'm not here to speak so that I get any kind of fame from this or any kind of kudos. I'm here to speak so that somebody in that, in that congregation or in that audience, hears the word of God surrenders their life to Christ. Right. How will they hear unless somebody goes, right. Hearing faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Right? And if you read in Romans 10, when Paul lays that out, he actually starts from the point of conversion and works it back to the point of the message being sent, right? Or uh, the, the preacher going out, speaking, the hearing, the receiving, and the salvation of the individual. So I, I, ha- I have to remind myself, get out of the way. Let make much of Christ. Nothing about yourself. This isn't about you. Well, and that how much more, because we identify with the same struggles and the same temptations, how much more should we call those things out? You know, when we see it, dude, like I'm, I am all, I am the same way, man. I loved, I loved having almost 200,000 followers, like I 198, 197, something like that. I loved it. It became a status symbol for me. It became something, it, it boosted my confidence. It made me feel a certain kind of way. Um, Mm. it made me feel validated and justified that I was doing Mm. something, you know, and, uh, that's, I'm just thankful for the wisdom that God gave me to, for me to say, look, I can't do that anymore. Like I, I really, I don't miss it. Like I don't have a, I'm actually happier. I'm happier that I have less followers. I'm happier because then there's no pressure. I make the videos that I want to make. I want to share the gospel and that's it. Like move on. Quality over quantity. Like yeah. I'll, I'll go live and I'll have about seven to 10 people on a live. Right. But the people there are there every time. Yeah. Having conversations. Yes. I'm, I've prayed for them. I'm following up with them. Like Elizabeth, like, Hey, how is your brother doing? How is your dad doing? Right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm actually building relationships with people. Right. Sharing in a way I could not family. do if it was just like, I've been in somebody who's like faint. I have a, I have like two people that are verified that follow me. Right. Three. Oh, nice. Um, well, and the reason I bring that up is because I, 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 I've been on their lives where it's just like the comments are just going. You can't, you can't like keep up with anything. You or can't have a, any type are. of like real relationship with those people. No. Because you can't even read their comments. I No, I'm the same way, dude. Like uh, I just, it's just easier. It's easier to, we're called to be simple. We're called to live quiet lives. The Bible calls us into that. It calls us to, to live simple and quiet lives. And that's yeah, so what we Paul, should be doing. Paul Washer does in uh, one of his sermons. He's like the greatest pastor, the greatest preacher that's ever lived. You don't know him. 
know, and he goes to describe this pastor who's like leading a conversation, a congregation of like 25 people. And they, they're just building disciples and building disciples. And he's, there's no fame. There's no glory behind it. It's just this, this man who loves God and is teaching these 25 people with everything in him on how to go and teach people to teach people. Um, yeah, the greatest pastor out there. You, we don't know. We don't know who he is. He's just doing, he's moving the kingdom. Oh, That's it's his like, focus. Yeah. I mean, no one. Anyway, I don't know. I, I don't want to get more frustrated about it. Um, let's go watch some more UPC videos. <laughs> oh, UPC. So next week, guys, uh, if you come back, uh, Andrew does apologetics. Is a uh, He's a phenomenal brother in the Lord. He uh, makes some great videos. He's extremely knowledgeable. Um, he's, he's kind of a jerk to me sometimes, me personally. But just tell I'm, you. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but he's uh, – he's, oh, he's back. Okay, good. But uh, oh, yeah. apologetics will actually <laughs> – he's going to uh, give kind of his testimony, and then we're going to talk through some of these videos and why uh, this church slash, uh, I would say, cult um, does things the way they do. And as you saw earlier, the uh, elevating the individual to the point where, hey, it's not just that you're a player or attractive or liked by people. It's because you have the spirit of evangelism on you. And because that spirit of evangelism is on you, you are now elevated. You're not just a normal person in the church. You are the evangelist, right? Uh, so it, it gives it gives people the sense of uh, of belonging. It, it, we'll, we'll go into detail about it uh, next week. But I just want to give you guys a kind of a preface to what we're doing next Monday. All right, let's hear it. All right. Effort-based salvation versus true salvation. Here we go. This is a good tell you, give you this very practical piece of advice. Anything worth doing is hard. Anything in life that is worth doing is hard. Anything you do for God is going to be. Gee, what did Jesus say? He said, broad is the way that leads to destruction, but narrow is the path, narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. Getting to heaven is going to be hard. Living in anointing is going to be hard. Walking in purpose is going to be anything worth doing for God in this life. It's going to have some challenges. And if you're going to make you're going to have to say, I will be strong and I will be courageous. Without Pause, pause real quick, pause. I mean, that's sounded Ab- kind of good, right? Everything's true. Life is, life is going to come with struggles. Walking in the thing that the purpose that you've been given is, is going to be hard. Yeah. If something's worth doing, it's going to be hard. Right. Yep. That's, that's not a problem. Right, but what he's doing um, is elevating man's ability to do something. Right? How can I, or how can I struggle through this? Versus, and what um, you're about to see. Uh, oh, what is his name? Alistair Begg. Out here, Alistair. Um, what he's going to explain is that you, even if you didn't walk in your purpose, even if you didn't do all those things, right? It's not about you and what you've done. Right. So I should never boast in myself, but I should always boast in the Lord. Right. I should always boast in Christ. Go ahead and play the video. I don't want to thunder. Without preaching the cross to ourselves all day day and every day, we will very, very quickly revert to faith plus works as the ground of our salvation. 
So that to go to the old uh, Fort Lauderdale question, if you were to die tonight and, and, and you were getting entry into heaven, what would you say? If you answer that, and if I answer it in the first person, we've immediately gone wrong. Amen. 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 Because I... Didn't I do these I things believe, in your name, Lord? Because I have faith. Because I am this. Because I am continuing. Loved ones, the only proper answer is in the third person. Because he... Because he... Think about the thief on the cross. And what an immense... I can't, I, I can't wait to find that fellow one day to ask him, how did that shake out for you? Because you were, you were, you were, you were cussing the guy out with your friend. You'd never been in a Bible study. You never got baptized. You, never, you didn't know a thing about church membership. And, and, yet, and yet, you made it. You made it. How did you make it? That's what the angel must have said. You know, like, what are you doing here? Well, I don't know. What, what do you mean you don't know? Well, because I, I don't know. Well, you know, we, uh, did you, excuse me, let me get my supervisor. They go get the supervisor range. <laughs> so just a few questions for you. First of all, are you, are you, are you, are you clear on the doctrine of justification by faith? <laughs> Guys, I've never heard of it in my life. And, and what about, uh, let's just go to the doctrine of Scripture immediately. This guy's just staring. And eventually in frustration, he says, on, on what basis are you here? And he said, the man on the middle cross said, I can come. Amen. Mm. Now, now, that's the... That Look at the guy the in the background. Answer. His eyes are so wide. That is the only <laughs> He's answer. like, what? And if I don't preach the gospel to myself all day and every day, then I will find myself mm. beginning to trust myself, trust my experience, which is part of my fallenness as a man. If I take my eyes off the cross, I can then give only lip service to its efficacy yeah. while at the same time living as if my salvation depends upon me, and as soon as you go there, it will lead you either to abject despair or a horrible kind of arrogance. And it is only the cross of Christ that deals both with the dreadful depths of despair and the pretentious arrogance of the pride of man that says, you know, I can figure this out and I'm doing wonderfully well. No, because the sinless Savior died my sinful soul is counted free for mm. God that justice satisfied to look on him and pardon me. That's Hallelujah. why Luther said most of your Christian life is outside of you in this sense that we know that we're not saved by good works. We're not saved as a result of our professions, but we're saved as a result of what Christ has achieved. Amen. Just tell you. Praise God. I, I do want to point out for the, the culture shock that Andrew had to go through, and we'll talk about this next week, but those Presbyterians just look bored back there, but they're having a great time. Hey, dude, you can look you can look as bored as you want when it comes to good preaching, bro. That that's that hits something internally. 
That's not about the outside. You don't have to look like you're enjoying it, but inside, I believe me, they are enjoying. Yeah. All right. You want to watch another one? Yeah, we can do one more. Save a few. All right. Um, The uh, Jonah, if you do see this uh, next week, man, we we're gonna have Andrew does apologetics on, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna talk a lot about cessationism. Um, and if you, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if you've revoked his invite to come on here and have a conversation. I don't think he's going to want to after this podcast. <laughs> True. Uh, but we'd love to have you talk about continuation, uh, continuationism, and we can compare and contrast the two. It'd be a interesting, uh, two segments, um, I'm going to, Hey, I'm going to have you keep talking for a minute. I got to go find my. I'm babysitting my uh, my in laws dog, and I gotta go find yeah. her outside. But cool, I'll you, entertain uh, you, you entertain. I'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're 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 gonna keep it right here. Okay, we're gonna keep it right here. All right, uh, none of this. All right, we're just gonna stay right here. This is where you live. This is where it needs to be. Okay, Q-tip. Throw the Q-tip away. We're not gonna do that. Okay, we're just gonna keep it right here. All right, move with me. Come on, get up. Jazzercise. Jonah, Bible teacher. Yeah, Zilla. Um, we were just uh, commenting on a. On a on a video, um, uh, Zill, are you are you uh, do you believe you're sinless? That you're no longer a sinner. Just curious on your on your theology of that. Um, dance, dance, <laughs> dance, dance. No, okay, sweet, good, good. Um, all right, on the Doctrines of Red YouTube channel, for our, those uh, new people that are new here, um, our podcast is going live right now. We have TikToks that we're reviewing on uh, YouTube. Um, go ahead, hit the play button. I can't hear you. Sorry, lose? yes, uh, I was muted. Uh, so Zilla was asking, did you address... Um, we were talking about that Jonah and uh, you're gonna have to watch. Yeah. Those right. so. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. You need to oh, also subscribe and if uh, you know, be one of our patron partners and pay for this because um, it costs money. So it does cost money. It was well, $25 it, it really, a month, but we just want you to watch it. We don't really care about you. I did pay you for that. Right. Uh, I have, I have you gave me no, well you did some uh, you, you sent, you sent the Bible to our, winner and that was okay. that's enough you know that's fine i don't need anything. i just want to make sure we're equally this guy looks yeah. like kim jong il or un is <laughs> let's, let's see what he's got to say nobody oneness pentecostals see this picture this is a reference uh to what is called the hidden hand of freemasonry right here they're showing you exactly who they are what they are but i want you to know something just in case you're new to our channel uh, not only are these people high ranking in the Masonic orders, uh, the Illuminati and the list goes on and on, but, but they're operating in the airwaves. Your Bible says in Ephesians two and two, wherefore in times past, you walked according to the course of this world. Watch this closely. According to the prince of the power of the air. Can I say that again? The prince. 
of the it. power of the air, the spirit <laughs> that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Oh, I'm nervous. What is he going to say? Now, you got to pay attention to how they construct and choreograph things. Who was being struck? Who got struck at the Oscars, which if nobody got slapped, I wouldn't even have known about it because I certainly didn't watch it. It care less. But I'm going to decode it for cared, you. He cared so Chris little Rock, that he's making a video about it. Evidently hosting the Oscars. Chris, which is one letter, just a T away. Chris oh, Rock, come on. Christ the Rock. Oh, coincidence. Okay. <laughs> Who is he striking? He was striking the uh, fresh prince. Of Get Bel-Air. out of here, dude. Bel-Air. <laughs> The prince of the power of the air. Now, you look at this. If you're a Bible reader, these things jump what? out to you. Or they should. The oh, my gosh. Of the power oh, Lord. of the air. The prince no. of Baal air. Look no. at this. Don't tell me you can't see this. Christ this is worse Rock, than just tinfoil hats, Marissa. By the prince of the power of the air or the prince of Baal air. This is Isa Jesus at its finest. Bro. The Old Testament (laughs) God who was worshipped by the Canaanites. I don't get it. It was Baal that God warned his people gonna, not to offer. I'm going to stop. We don't, need, we don't need any more of that. <laughs> I love this channel so much. Bro, I love what this in the channel? Chris, it's just one letter away, right? So the, if you add the T, Christ the rock. <laughs> Chris, the oh my lord, seriously, dude. And this is see, and you know what? You keep going further, and you get premillennialism eschatology. So, I, I have a question <laughs> Why do they all sound the same? The same reason that the independent fundamental Baptists all sound the same. Oh, they do, it's, don't they? Dude, it's because they are not learning for themselves, they are only mimicking the things that they've been taught. Uh, they they are not, like they're not, they're not learning for themselves. There is, we do sound the same, bro. They all sound every single, I can, I, mm-hmm. the second I see them on there, I know it's, I know it's an IFB. The second I see them, it's all, it, it, they don't, they don't learn. They only parrot everything that they've been taught and they only stay within their boundaries. They never, you'll never see one of them. If they, if any of them comes out of, you know, starts to sound different or look different, they're they're immediately gone. They're gone to do something else. Me, I got kicked out. Uh, so exegesis is where you pull out what the text is saying, right? Eisegesis is where you're putting into the text what it is saying, um, and obviously you can read all kinds of things. So you can read a situation um, from, like as you just saw, right, where he read a situation between Chris Rock and. Um, Will Smith, and he read that into uh, Ephesians 2, 2. Um, don't, don't do that. Don't look at the news and then read the news into your revelations, right? My mother does this, or she does this all the time and calls me to tell me, There's, boom, another one, another prophecy has been fulfilled. No, no, it hasn't, right? It, it hasn't, Kristen. Sorry. It's, it, it's not. It, it, just because it happened here in America doesn't mean that is a worldwide thing. And it, and even then, you don't read that into it. If anything, read what happened historically when John wrote this. Right? Jeffrey, but, we love you, bro. But look, you got to be honest. Every independent fundamental Baptist sounds the exact same. Let's just <laughs> let's just be honest, bro. Like it's it's okay. It's yeah, just you think pointing all out. White people look the same. Hey. <laughs> 
Hang on a second. We here. do. I'm sure that there are distinctive differences. I'm creamy white. That's a hundred percent for Not sure. Not the brothers, you aren't. Mm-hmm. That's. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just basically the. Actually, that's why I got tattoos because I'm so white that I needed any kind of color on my body. Could I pick you out if you were at a biker like bar right now? No, hundred percent not. No way. <laughs> Absolutely not. No way, dude. You would not be. Able, I'd, I'd be wearing a hoodie. You know, you'd see. You'd see maybe part of my tattoos. My sleeves would be up a little bit, but uh, no, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And I wouldn't be able to tell that if you were in an Abercrombie. Abercrombie. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell. I, I'd be like, they all look like Logan to me. Every single model in Abercrombie and Fitch looks like Logan Burns. So we should do that. We should just, I should hire a bunch of bearded tattooed bikers to walk around with me. And you can hire, you can hire a bunch of like skinny anemic, you know, white boys with washboard abs to walk around with you and we'll see who can tell the difference. Oh, that's so good. Please. What are we at? 152. Uh, Yeah. One. Yeah. Hang on. I'll write that down. 152. Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, I hope you're still here, Jeff. <laughs> Jeffrey's still here. He loves us. That's not Logan. That's a mannequin. I know, right? <laughs> you go into Target. Why are all these? <laughs> why are all these Logans just standing around wearing different outfits? <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, that's a cute one. Oh, he doesn't have arms. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm glad that we had that uh, moment. How is my my says my phone is getting ready to die. That's weird. Hang on. Make sure it's plugged in. Oh, that was good. Was that Marissa? Uh, that was my son, actually. That was my son Ashton. So, he is like father like son. Oh, I love uh, the Ashton. Yep, he's good. Uh, that's hilarious. he's, he's waiting for me to come play video games. That's why he, when he realized that I didn't text him back, I bet you he realized, Oh, that podcast is going on. So, uh, but we are actually at about two hours anyway, so we should probably consider closing it up. Do you want to do, you want to do one more video or you want to, you want to close? Uh, now let's go ahead and close it up. I gotta, I gotta get up early. Um, I mean, so I started everything. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're my worst. Like, friend here the worst one so all right so uh i I just want to repeat what was already said tonight that uh if at any moment you think that what you have done has got you into heaven right if you respond with if 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 at any moment during judgment god would were to ask any of us why do you think i should let you in why should you be in my presence and you respond with i um I, i i hope you repent of that and truly kind of look at the truth of who Christ is, right? Pride will, a prideful person will never stand in his presence. Right? Pride He's comes the before the fall. He's the humble um, that have received his grace and his mercy. It's not about what you've done, but what Christ did for you. Um, and so if you don't know Jesus, if you've never really considered Christianity or given it a chance or uh, looked into it any like deeply um, with an open heart. Uh, I just pray that you search for him. If you seek him, you will find him. Right? If you if you knock on the door, it will open. Right? That's right. Um, so I, I just pray that over you guys. If you seek Christ, let him reveal himself to you and what he's truly done 
um, then you you will be saved, right? Those who call upon the Lord will be saved. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And those same individuals call upon the name of the Lord and are saved. So um, Amen. I, I pray that over all of you. And uh, yeah, I wish you the best. Take care. And I, and I will close out real quick and just say I, I do repent of my frustration towards uh Jonah and his videos. I think it was righteous. Um, I, 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 I just wanted to ask just to make sure. Right? No, and I appreciate yeah. that, bro. Listen, you always have, you have the ability to call me out on my BS. All right. Same. You same, as same. the man of God, I have given you the, that open door to do that. Uh, and I pray that everybody else in their lives has somebody like that. So that's somebody that will call them out on their BS. And in a way that when I know it's coming from you, it's not coming from a place like a, a, a wrong heart place. So when, when you're calling me out, I know it's coming from a genuine place. And I pray seriously that Jonah would hear us coming from a place of concern from our heart and not a place of judgment or jealousy or anger. So uh, I don't want my frustration and anger to be a smokescreen for what is truly from the Lord. If there is instruction to be had there, I don't want him to think, well, he was just angry and I'm not going to listen to him. I would much rather uh, be, you know, uh, the correction taken seriously. Yeah, yeah I want my I, I want that correction to be taken seriously. Well, it just shows that you're zealous for the holiness of God. Right. And that yeah. you in, in, in a in one aspect have built a relationship with this guy um, and have had conversations with him and. You know, to see it continue or, you know, the, the, the stink that we got from the previous episode, right? The um, Just for it to kind of reveal what you said in the first place. Uh, yeah, and, you know, we I think we did the right thing by uh, taking it offline. Uh, but we're going to address things as they come up, just as we do. We took the, it down? No, no, no. I just, no, we, I didn't take it down. Um, there were people that, uh, the Ken Ham video got taken down because somebody <laughs> thought we were really wanting to punch Ken Ham, but we actually are October really 11th, do. October 11th. It's you going think he'll down. take photos of us, like just putting our stomach, our fist on his stomach. I'm going, I am space. brother. I'm telling you, I am legitimately going to ask him if I can do that. And I'm going to explain the whole thing to him. Yeah. I want to take a picture or a video of me clocking Ken Ham in the stomach. He might not like that you that we say he's not Noah. I think he genuinely believes he has the spirit of Noah. I'm kidding. <laughs> we are gonna Wigglesworth him. That's right, Zilla. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna Wigglesworth Ken Ham. There's nothing wrong with Ken Ham, Cody, except for that he thinks he's Noah and lives on an ark. Uh, but aside <laughs> he lives, from that, he doesn't I'm, really think he's Noah. I really I'm sure think. he's a great guy. I'm actually, he, I, I, I really believe that he loves the Lord, but that nobody, nobody is beyond. The fist of fury here. That's right. Is all I'm saying. And you know what? He's getting punched with the name of God because that's yeah. Yahweh right there on my hand. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, we're going to go, guys. God bless you. Love you. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us tonight. We'll see you next Monday <coughs> at 9 Central with Andrew Does Apologetics. He will be joining us. And then the week after, uh, somebody way more interesting, uh, Mike Jones from Inspiring Philosophy. So, <laughs> love you, Andrew. God bless you guys. Have a good one. Andrew, Andrew would be like, yeah, 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 no doubt. He's like, no, no, doubt, no doubt. I mean, obviously, he would trade his position. So we'll see.